It's not business as usual. You can order products you want straight from your phone and have it delivered to your door the very next day without getting off your sofa. The traditional high street is probably going to have its life support switched off. But let me tell you, this is a good thing. My name is Andy Strevens, and you are listening to Help the High Street, a brand new podcast about how we can help the high street survive and thrive. So why is this a good thing? Well, sometimes you need to go backwards before you can move forwards. And products alone are no longer enough. We are spending our money differently. So what is the high street now? Why do people shop? And what can we do to improve it? Help the High Street has been created as a way to share real-world stories and real-world ideas that you can actually use to help your business succeed. You're listening to a little taster of what we're planning to bring you over the coming weeks and months, and a moose-bouche, if you will. So, as a way of introduction, I want to share with you three quick tips on how we can look at creating campaigns a little differently. Maybe it'll help, maybe it won't. Maybe it'll just give you a few little ideas and inspiration. But first, I wanted to share a little bit about myself and my story. My background is in sales and digital marketing. And around two years ago, I decided to give up a secure six-figure salary job to start up a new high street business. Yeah, great idea, right? Well, the idea came from when I was looking for a place to try out the latest HTC Vive virtual reality headset. I wanted to try it out before I buy it. I wasn't going to drop a thousand pounds on something that I didn't know was any good. But I couldn't find anywhere to test it out. The only place I found was a game store in Soho. And when I visited, the experience was a total dud. Board store staff, poor setup but excellent tech. This made me think that there could be a better way. As I've always had a passion for gaming, I worked in a video game store when I was 19 and wanted to get away from the B2B corporate environment that I'd been in for about 15 years. This was my opportunity. The idea was a video game store split across traditional retail and experiences introducing the first dedicated virtual reality arcade in the southeast. With a gaming lounge for people to come and play console games and hosting regular events and gaming tournaments, it was designed to bring experiences to the high street. I'll share more about my story in other episodes, but spoiler alert, it failed. And we had to close the business down. Literally just a few weeks ago, as I'm recording this. It's through this learning experience that I found that there really isn't a lot of support for new independent businesses, and I want to change that. So as I mentioned before, campaigns. Now don't get me wrong, running a campaign is not a magic spell you can cast, and all of a sudden you're buying your first Bentley. Far from it. As with anything, it's a piece of the marketing puzzle. So here are three things that you can look at which might help you 
to create your first campaigns. Or, if you already do them, might breathe a little bit of life into it. Number one, what's it all about? Your campaign needs a theme. And here's a little exercise to figure out a few different themes that you can use for your first campaigns. If you have a team, get everyone in on this, as it will really help. So find a space on a wall, or use a big flip chart or whiteboard, grab a pack of post-it notes and a marker. Now, plot a two by two grid on your wall, or your flip chart, or your whiteboard, Use two post-it notes for the row headers and write should know and wish they knew. Then grab another two notes and write new customers and on another one returning customers and use these for column headings. Now you have a grid to plot your ideas on so you can start putting things up. That is obvious you do or sell then you can put things up you wish people knew that you did or that you wish you sold more of. So, as an example, imagine a cafe. Let's call it Rosie Lee's. People should know them for tea and coffee. So let's put that up in the correct sections. And let's say we wish that people knew about their fantastic cupcakes that they bake in-house. Write that down and put it up where it needs to go on the grid. You might not want to tell your returning customers about your cupcakes, as it might be obvious. But what about the new skinny lemon drizzle one you've got coming out? We should tell them about that. So let's put that down as an idea and we'll put that under things we wish they knew on current customers. But the new customer that hasn't visited didn't even know that you did in-house baking. So let's put something up for them. Once you start to put down some products or services into a grid like this, you can start to figure out the point of your campaigns and how you can communicate out into the world. We've written a little article about this on helpthehighstreet.co.uk with an example of a grid that you could use. So don't panic if I'm not making this really clear or maybe you're listening to this while you're running or in a car and it's pretty impossible to put this up on the wall. Don't panic. Number two, schedule. The first thing here is don't worry too much about the schedule. Trust me, if you sit down and plan out the next six months to a year schedule for campaigns, you'll probably end up doing about 20% of what you set out to complete. Then it will seem like a chore and rather than communicating your passion for your business, you'll just be a routine, boring task. That is not how you're gonna get people excited. The way you should look at it is to always have one in the bank so that you're not rushing to get something out when it comes to deadline day. When you've chosen at least your first two campaign titles that you wanna do, get those created at the same time. That way, you can launch your first one, have one in a bank, and before you've even launched the second one, you can be working on your third campaign idea. That way, you're always a week or a month, depending on your scheduled time, ahead of yourself. So you don't have to panic. It takes the stress out of hitting your deadlines 
and making sure your campaigns are going out on a regular basis. Number three, employ a marketing department. Time, knowledge and ability. That's the Venn diagram for pretty much any creative task. And if you're missing just one of these things, then you will struggle. So why not get someone else to do it? We've written an article about this at helpthehighstreet.co.uk, but in short, you can create a marketing department from around five pounds. Yep, five pounds. You do this by using sites such as Five Squid or Fiverr, two R's at the end. These are gig economy or micro job sites where you choose from a plethora of freelancers ready and waiting to deliver your task or gig as they're referred to. As an example, you could have someone create all the graphics for one of your campaigns for just five pounds and it will be in the sizes that you need to put onto Facebook, onto Twitter, onto your website or to send to a printers to have printed up into leaflets or posters. Or maybe you need someone to write some snappy sales text for you to put on your ads. Again, someone is there, five pounds. I've used these quite a lot and they're really, really handy, especially when you need something technical completed. That's it for our first little taster. I hope it gives you a little insight into what we are all about and that you'll stick around and keep listening. I'd love to hear your feedback, but more importantly, I want to hear from you. If you would like to appear on a future episode and have a business featured on our website, then please get in touch. My email is andy at helpthehighstreet.co.uk. If you think you want to listen to more of this, then why not consider subscribing? It's free, and after all, you'll get notified when the next episode is available, and we really do appreciate it. Don't forget to visit our website, helpthehighstreet.co.uk, or visit us on Twitter at helpthehighstreet. It's just ST at the end, because we couldn't fit the street in. We'll make sure that we put up articles, videos, and loads of other things in the future. And we can't wait to share with you what we've got planned over the next weeks and months. Until then, goodbye and thanks for listening. Help the High Street was brought to you by Level Up Creative. <laughs>